You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. My name's Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. We're broadcasting live this morning from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, the heart of the Real Presence Radio Network and uh, the center of where we broadcast our signal here in the upper part of central South Dakota where we proclaim Real Presence Radio. I want to say hello to all our listeners in the upper Midwest, Minnesota, the Dakotas, parts of Wisconsin, Wyoming, part of the Real Presence Radio family where we're continuing to live as members of the household of God, members of the church, but also being witnesses, being disciples. Chris, we've had so many great testimonies this morning from people living their faith and and being excited about knowing their faith, sharing it, encountering Jesus. Uh, There's always so many good things, but sometimes we get to a point where we want to start again, you know, begin again. Maybe I've gotten away from that. How can can I get back in the habit? We're grateful this morning to be joined by Father Jason Kern of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, about making some new goals, you know, or getting back into the habit of things that perhaps we've fallen away from. Father Jason, thanks for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. Yeah, thanks. It's great to be with you guys this morning. And, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, New Year's resolutions. Of course, um, you know, some of our listeners I know are, are doing like Exodus 90 or Nineveh 90. Like they want to make some hardcore changes. I want to pray the rosary more. I want to pray more in, in my daily life. Um, but sometimes, you know, New Year's resolutions, people say, oh, I love to begin a new year. But some people say, tried that before it, it doesn't work. You know, Father, what can we do as we want to enter into our faith what are some things we can do as we begin 2020? Yeah, see, it's a great question. I think in the human heart, all of us have a yearning, right? We have this desire within us to, to give ourselves, to do more. And when it comes to our relationship with God, uh, there's an ache in us that, that wants to be satisfied, a hunger. And we have to tap into that hunger. And I think the new year just serves as kind of a new beginning, a, a fresh start for people. And so there, some people love the idea. Some people are like, oh, I don't need that to, to, to live my faith life. I'm going to keep going which is fine, but all of us are in need of a deeper conversion. We all have to sort of tap into that reality of an ongoing, deepening, maybe a recommitment at times, something to restart or to fan the flame, to get us going again so that we live the faith with a greater authenticity, a greater fervor, a greater love for God and for others. Absolutely. So, Father, as you look ahead and as you look at your own spiritual life and, um, you know, we've all been to a place where we need to restart, right? We need to reset, maybe refocus some things. And so um, when we do that, we oftentimes get real excited at first, have a lot of fervor, and then it may fade away. So how do we make sure, like, our, our resolutions or our restart in faith or our, our goals, uh, how do we make sure they don't fade away after one to two months? Yeah, it's a good question. I think often it's easy for that to be the case, right? Especially maybe if we've gone on a retreat or we've done had a, maybe a real spiritual weekend or something, something, some new encounter, fresh encounter in our faith, There's, there, we sort of feel the consolation of love. We feel the encounter of mercy and grace from God, and that motivates us for a time. That sort of acts as, as an animator in our spiritual life. Well, that inevitably isn't, we're not going to always feel that high, right? Just as in any relationship with another person, you're not always going to feel that emotional high in the relationship. So we have to have a, a commitment. And what is the commitment that ultimately love? It has to be a willingness to give love to God and to make that a priority of our lives and that we commit ourselves 
to a, a renewed and continuous uh, discipline and sacrifice of giving of our time, giving of our uh, our energy, uh, our emotional life, our spiritual life. Everything has to be kind of tied in where we don't just do it based on feelings, but we do it based on, on an ordered life. Right. And so, when, yeah, so when we do that, I think we can make specific goals around it. But even if we don't, we say, what is it that I want? out of this. Well, I want to grow closer to God. I want to make a time where I'm praying, a time where I'm uh, spending time with God. So I think if we commit ourselves to a specific thing, a concrete uh, time, maybe it's 15 minutes to start, if we're Mm -hmm. doing that already, to Mm -hmm. increase it a little bit and to read the Word of God in a specific way. Right. And I think of my own spiritual life, right? There's been so many times where I'm like, okay, I gotta read the Bible every day, I gotta pray a rosary every day, I gotta do this and this and this. And so uh, and I've failed. Like, I have made these goals, and I've just been, like, going along, and all of a sudden there's a crack in the sidewalk, and I faceplant, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some advice for people who have tried and have kind of come to a point to where it's like, uh-oh, like, I'm face down, uh, I messed up, or I forgot to pray one day, or, and it feels like my world's falling apart. What would you say to them? Well, the great news is that we have a merciful God, right? And he's not standing and watch judging over us. He just simply wants us to turn our will back to him, to align ourselves uh, to his mercy and love. And so I think of it often as uh, all I have to do throughout my day even is just remember that I'm in his presence, that all I have to do is realign my will, turn my heart, my mind to the presence of God, and just be at peace in it and receive it. Receive the fact that he is there looking at me, he's there with me, and that I can do my daily tasks with the Lord. And yes, I need set time of concrete prayer, but there has to be something that's drawing me into that, and, and that's what the relationship will do. It'll sustain us so that we actually realize, I really need this. I really want this. It, and my life is better when I take time to be with God, to grow closer to Him, to, to be intimate with, with our Savior, especially in relationship to Christ and the Holy Spirit, to the Father. When we see our life as tied into that intimate union, well, then we, we start to have a, a deeper desire for it. So we don't see prayer as something, a task to be completed, something to accomplish, but rather we see it as a way by which we live in union with God. And, and that gives us a greater joy, a greater peace to live our faith life more concretely. So I, that's my biggest recommendation. If you notice that you got off track a little bit or you're not accomplishing the spiritual goals you set out to do, you simply stop pause in that moment and just say, Lord, I open my heart to you right now in faith, and I, I believe that you have a plan to lead me deeper into union with you. And so to be able to receive at that place, at that level, rather than thinking, you know, i got to do more, i got to do something right in order to please God, uh, it's, we're not trying to accomplish tasks. We're trying to live in that abiding communion with God. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. We're speaking with Father Jason Kern, who is the vocation director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Father Jason, in your work with people who are discerning their vocations, for young men discerning the call to the priesthood, or young women perhaps discerning the call to consecrated and religious life, um, you know, in their making these prayerful decisions of discipline, but also that deepening of the relationship with the Lord in that commitment to prayer and, and letting that encounter with God and His love and His his mercy and presence lead them into that deeper relationship and a vocation. How does this affect your work as a vocation director? How do you see this changing the hearts of young men and perhaps young women who are following the Lord into their vocation? Yeah, I was just talking with a priest who at his Catholic grade school, he's going into the classroom and he's just teaching the students to pray. And I was like, that's awesome. 
you know, what a what a special thing to be able to give them. Because uh, more than more often, we don't know where to start. People don't know the the importance of prayer. They don't see the fruit of it always right away. Um, but if we can teach people to pray, we're teaching them to live as a disciple of Jesus in a communion with Him. So prayer becomes the means by which we recognize God calling, we hear His voice, uh, we come to know His will, and to actively live in His will throughout our lives. So prayer is the foundation for all vocations and all all those who are trying to follow the, the will of God in their lives. Father Jason, thank you for that beautiful testimony. Uh, you mentioned just a moment ago that you just did a retreat with a group of seminarians this last month, and so all the more testimony about how that time in prayer. Uh, Father Jason, in just a few seconds, any last words you can encourage us as listeners in, in staying faithful to prayer? Yeah, I think it's we, if we see prayer as that communion, the place of being with Jesus, being uh, abiding in His grace, we find that He gives us His joy and peace to live the mission that we're called to, whether that's to serve our families, whether that's to be out in the act of apostolate, uh, whether that's just to volunteer at a church, whatever it might be, uh, it is in prayer that we continue to encounter and find renewal and strength to live in the will of God and to do His work in the world. Thank you, Father Jason Kern of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, for encouraging us in this year, 2020, to live out of that relationship, that encounter with Jesus in daily prayer, and live that discipline and that commitment to prayer each and every day throughout the new year. Thank you, Father Jason, and, and have a blessed week. We now turn up to Eli, our production assistant, to give us a preview of what's coming up tomorrow on Real Presence Live. Alrighty, thanks, Father. Here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Father Kyle Metzger and Roxanne Solonen. They'll be live from St. Paul's Newman Center in Fargo. You know, its usual location is under construction, as anybody in the Fargo area probably knows. So where is St. Paul's Newman Center located in the meantime? Well, we'll find out as we visit with Monsignor Gregory Schlesselman and Brian Wilburn about how Bison Catholic continues to meet the needs of NDSU students while being in transition. And one week from now, tens of thousands of pro-lifers will be marching down Constitution Avenue in the annual March for Life in Washington. What will this moment mean for Jordan Miller and Jason Albertson of St. Thomas More Catholic School in, Rap- in Rapid City? Well, you won't want to miss that. And you won't, you'll want to tune in as Nate Swenson and Ryan Norell share more about a group that aims to grow strong families and Catholic values in both boys and their fathers. All that and a whole lot more is coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on The Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. And again, it's we've been broadcasting this morning from Holy Cross Catholic Church in, Sioux, in Ipswich, South Dakota, in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and it's been a blessing. I'm so grateful, Chris, for your witness. Uh, Chris Euler, our co-host here. Chris is excited. He's ready to jump out of his seat because he's going to the March for Life next oh, week yeah. for the, the National Day of Prayer for Protection of the Unborn. And we want to continue to pray for all those missionaries, all those gearing up. And so, Chris, let's pray at the top of the show here. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. amen. Father in heaven, we give you thanks and praise for all those witnesses you have raised up during our broadcast today. We pray for them as they live their lives as missionary disciples. We pray for all those whose lives have been transformed by the encounter with Jesus in personal prayer and through members of his holy church. We pray for all our listeners as as they go about their day, they too would be inspired. They too would be strengthened by those gifts of the Holy Spirit so that they can hear the voice of the Lord and follow him to eternal life. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
God bless you, and go in peace. Amen. Thanks be to God. Have a wonderful day, folks. Thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.